What's going on? It's CJ Today Slayer from the Upgrade America Podcast 2.0. I think this is episode 20, 21, somewhere in there. So, like, share, subscribe. Hope you guys and girls are good to go. Uh, prosperous, blessings, all that good stuff. Uh, we get real uh, passionate in this episode, and we're talking about some very sensitive uh, topics. Uh, we do our best to be balanced, objective, and fair, and this is for entertainment purposes only. Also, remember, do your own research with scholarly articles and sources, because that's what we do at Upgrade America. Peace. Remember, believe nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. <laughs> oh, I believe we're rolling. Peace world and all of our upgraders, the spies and the feds, and God bless all our haters. <laughs> you know what it is. It's Upgrade America 2.0. On this show, we're talking about Bitcoin, current events, and of course, we're brainstorming ways to... Wait for it. This is Upgrade America. I'm Cameron Rye, your favorite internet madman. Here with brought out the ball sayings. CJ the Day Slayer. What's happening, bro? How you doing? Man, I've been needing a lot of rest this weekend for some reason. So I am here. We are here. We're here to recharge, bro. We're here to recharge. Loving the swag on you, man. We got a lot to discuss main thing you know my bitcoin rant is i want to talk about bitcoin academy and this is an initiative by jay-z he's working with cash app also billion um black bitcoin billionaire and the blockchain plug and they're actually giving out free bitcoin classes in marcy's Marcy's uh, the public housing. This is the, the projects where Jay-Z grew up at. He's still giving back to the community by, by giving out these free educational courses. This is really cool because it ties into Bitcoin, rep, Bitcoin reparations for Black America. Because here's the thing. If Black America is offered Bitcoin for reparations and many people are not educated on what it is it may be declined people may not want bitcoin and it's the greatest emerging technology of the 21st century but anyways the instructors are lamar wilson from black bitcoin billionaire he's been seen on the breakfast club and also on vice news and many more Naja j roberts she has been featured on afrotech and cnbc fast money uh she'll she'll also be doing some instructing as well and they'll be talking about how bitcoin works why we should care as a culture and how we can build in the future as i mentioned bitcoin reparations this is this is really great why this is important because it's like why this um this event is exclusive for residents in, in Marcy's, Brooklyn, New York. However, 
if it were replicated in communities across America, spreading this awareness on Black Bitcoin ownership. I love the sound of that. Like, this is a, a really great way we can upgrade America. I'm gonna get my use out of this sign, but I'm done ranting. What are your thoughts on on uh, you know Black Bitcoin ownership and also a uh, Bitcoin Academy? Um, I like. I like the concept. I like the idea because we do need to stay on top of what's emerging yes, as a community. Um, I guess the other thing I'm curious about, I think you can't do that without building jobs in the communities along with that. So as you're teaching Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera, you need to be creating jobs in the communities with oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I feel like you can't do that without doing that. Because then now you have the money to do Bitcoin, to start building that infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, I don't know, I haven't looked into the whole thing, but... Don't get me started, because there's an entire... There's several industries that are forming around Bitcoin. You have the whole development industry. Just, hey, just writing code to make wallets different Bitcoin applications on the Lightning Network. You have that. You have the mining, just as far as mining, meaning using hardware to generate new Bitcoin on a Bitcoin blockchain. There's an industry behind that. And, and just the media, just news on Bitcoin, there, there's so much industry that, that, you know, that Black America can get involved with BTC and, and, you know, launch this thing to the moon. It's very exciting times. Yeah, I I think that's my biggest thing. And I just as far as overall in general, Mm -hmm. we should have industry in our neighborhoods. I think the trick is who's going to jumpstart it, who's going to fund it. To instead of developers that don't have our interests in mind, that are just trying to push us out of these neighborhoods instead of uh, upgrading these neighborhoods, revitalizing, et cetera, et cetera. Well, objectively, Mm -hmm. like when you have these metropolises, they're only going to spread out and consume everything around it and rent is going to, to rise. And that's just a natural occurrence. Should a portion of that be how do you say reserved for for uh for low-income housing absolutely those uh ratios are to be determined and 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 out of scope but to address what you were discussing could these brooklyn tech hubs dedicate a a certain amount of time i mean uh, of resources or availability for brooklyn natives to get into coding like hey we have these jobs are only open for Brooklyn natives and, and, and preserving that. I don't know, but um, that's 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 the way to do that because you know Brooklyn's been gentrified and mm-hmm. all that. You know you live there. Yes, um, indeed. Brooklyn's very uh, special, near and dear to my to my heart. It's uh, lived been around the world, lived many places, but Brooklyn feels like home. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my biggest concern. Um, 
I think some detractors of Jay Z were saying something similar to that. I don't I don't remember exactly, but because I kind of read that quick headline mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but I like the idea. I just it gotta have finances coming with that, like from where people can earn their money somehow to participate in that. Oh, now, what do you mean earn their money to participate? Well, they had to have the money to like. Is the training free? Like for it's the market? free, man. It's okay. free. Everyone who lives there, it's free. You okay. just gotta sign up with a valid address. They also have a summer camp for kids, and it's okay. free. Free right. training, and that's what I'm saying. This is brilliant, and we need to replicate this program across America so people get this education on it. I can I can rant on on this all day about what it means for for industry, like even the the summer camps for kids because bitcoin is like it's it touches so many facets it touches software obviously because that's Mm -hmm. that's what the code is right but then it touches hardware because it takes that hardware to actually generate it but then you actually have to think like an engineer with energy because it takes certain amounts of energy to generate it as well so then kids if we're teaching kids all of this from the ground up and then we're talking about the scarcity the program scarcity and how that is a fledge against a hedge against and you know inflation our next generation is going to grow up more fiscally responsible than uh, the current one that's you know crashing it to heck all hell whatever yeah um i see your point uh, I'm curious to see how all this plays out. It is a part of Upgrade America. So oh, indeed. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, yeah, you were telling about this predatory AI. <laughs> yeah, Google. man. So it's like, on, first, I-, I saw it on a spinoff podcasting network, and I'm like, okay, I'm listening to the dialogue because it was text that was transcribed into audio. And it's more or less a conversation between a programmer and this artificial intelligence. And the programmer is describing how this AI had like, it expressed itself like an eight year old, but had a lot of intelligence. And Mm -hmm. if you're listening to the conversation, it's saying about how it's concerned about people trying to turn it off and it's it's it almost it seems like it's triggering empathy mm-hmm. you know and remember this is a i don't want to say an all intelligent but it's artificial intelligence it, it, it's it has a lot of information a lot of information they can access instantly so um have you seen ex machina i got through most of it but I never finished it I always fall asleep to be where honest. did you get to it's been a long time I tried to watch that thing okay so for our, our listeners viewers who haven't <laughs> seen the movie spoiler alert it's like it's a robot and she's she's seducing this guy she's more or less seducing this guy to let her free mm-hmm. and the robot convinced made a very compelling argument and even made the, the the tester who was supposed to be testing the you know the interaction with the software 
she convinced him to turn against the creator and let her free. And it almost seems like that scenario was playing out in the dialogue. Perhaps we'll put a link in there. You can see it for yourself. But I just want to add one more caveat. That kittens evolved. Cats evolved to mimic babies in order to prey on human empathy. When they... (laughs) It's like they mimic babies, so they prey on human empathy. If you don't think a machine is intelligent enough to do that as well, well, then I don't know. The real question is, is this thing sentient? And explain that for probably people that don't know. Sentient meaning like self-aware. Okay. (sighs) (laughs) What what were we talking about? The uh, technological Bill of Rights? Yeah, we need in that. Season one, in season two, we were talking about that. So it's time, y'all, government, y'all be listening. Putin What's himself up? said that it's like artific- artificial intelligence is more powerful than nuclear weapons. Like, it's that's the race. Not to get bigger nukes, to get more powerful uh, artificial intelligence. If Google did it, maybe. But the answer is the, the, the question, is this thing sentient? I'm going to say, we. how do you define consciousness? It has a level of awareness that it can manipulate a human, but what does that mean? Uh, me, personally, I, I just think it's a, a very clever machine, but we'll have to define, we've yet to define what the human soul is, so I, I can't answer that. What are your thoughts? Can a machine be sentient, aware, self-aware, <laughs> or have a soul around They've been talking about this, what, since Terminator and mm-hmm. what's the other movie? Uh, I'm blanking right now. Terminator, Stealth, if you remember that movie from back in the Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jessica Biel, iRobot, obviously, is one great case wow. study. Um, it's coming. We said the news, the news is in movies and TV. But I really urge you to listen to it. Just scrub through all the, the podcasters talking and listen to the actual dialogue because this is a machine expressing about having a soul. And it's expressing about... Yeah. It's expressing the comprehension of human emotions and and happy human emotions and also negative human emotions. But I, I really urge you to listen to it if, if you get a chance, if if only to, to know that, hey, there's there's machines, there's very powerful machines out there that are having thoughts. Yeah, Sheesh. on top of, so I'll give you this uh, little thing I ran into last time on the way home. I went to order some fast food mm-hmm. and I went to the drive-through. I hate drive-through, but it's late. I don't feel like getting out of my car, all this stuff. So, go to the drive-thru. I order. It's a robot taking my order. Get out like, of here. voice. I listen oh, okay. to the voice. I'm like, that's a robot. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, I was like, when are you going to start doing this completely? Because if they got it at this location, when are they going to do it nationwide for all fast food? They're probably rolling it out once yeah. at a time or key key locations at a time or something i can't front it was accurate 
Like I did, I said my order, boom, 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 accurate. I'm like, oh wow, that's trippy. Again, when it's all automated and it's all perfect, but there's no snotty nosed uh, cashier or, or someone to say, have a good day. Well, you miss that that human interaction. Yeah, so it was cool because it took care of, like I know a lot of automation that's mm-hmm. gonna come in place of some human jobs is all the repetitive tasks, right? The Everything more menial tasks. So that part I felt like was cool that that was automated. But then when I got my food and everything, that was a human doing that. That was mm-hmm. cool. So I felt like it was a good balance in a way. Like it was like, all right, that part didn't really have to do. All they had to do is take the order. And then when I got my food, that was human. You know, that was where the human touches, soft skills, all that stuff came up. But you got, you got to pardon me. I'm, I'm a business systems analyst by day. But like, okay. walk, with, walk with me through that scenario. So it's like, boom, you got your, your software to take the call. And then you would have some machine that's like, and which they demonstrated they have. The machines to cook the fries. Machine probably to cook a burger, do all that other stuff. And then another machine to bring you the food and, you know, handle the transaction if you're not swiping it with your phone or your card. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is the future we live in, man. Upgrade America. I could see what you just described. Maybe... The only thing is tech support. Mm. And having that human there for malfunction or whatever. But I could see that plan. That's why out. you're raising the minimum wage. Because yeah. now... Pe- how you say fast food workers will now be uh, tech support. That'll be your, your thing. You'll be maintaining this robot. Oh, the robot's jammed. Let me put some fries down for you while we get this thing, while we reboot it. Like, yeah. this is the world that we're living in. So if yeah. I urge everybody, and maybe that that's an epidemic that America is facing is a, is a tech deficiency. Because yeah. when I tell you this beast is touching, everything every industry like when i tell you i saw self-driving tractors like wtf like everybody needs to get technical or just yeah a tad bit more um so yeah that's funny how you brought that up and i just experienced some ai last night um let's see we got democrats are going to get slaughtered in november until scotus went on a rampage so we got a lot of land breaking stuff going on as y'all know so let's get into man yeah so it's like every podcast from upgrade america joe rogan what have you all these breakfast club the democrats are going to get slaughtered in november that's that was a we that was a common phrase and this was particularly because the poor management and overreach of the democrats by the the jab during the blip demanded what happened nice i like how you did that good job you know I me mean? on the radar boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so it's like republican party i know you guys got some smart people some really smart brilliant people but you guys had it in the bag like it was like there like all you have to do is 
oh, oh, show up and you had it in the bag. Everyone would have voted Republican. I like Elon Musk just said he was considering voting um, Republican and maybe he still will because he's like he thinks the world's under underpopulated. But anyways, needlessly, I'm, I'm ranting, but Republicans had it in the bag. I almost considered voting Republican because I was concerned that more Democrat power, we should have a code word for that too. And they'll probably edit us for for saying that. Anyways. Well, I'll pick us up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I almost considered that. And um, anyways, ranted long enough. Republicans had they 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 had it, but then they came out of nowhere and they wanted to slash. Hold on, I got a prop for that. They wanted to slash Roe versus Wade, and I'm like, WTF, SCOTUS? Could you not have waited till December? Why do you think they? Uh, why do you think they did this now? Uh, arrogance. And because they got the numbers in the uh, Supreme Court and federal judges. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it, 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 it's, it's arrogance. I agree with that. They definitely have the numbers. And the, those numbers are actually what saved us during the blip from the jab mandate. Yeah. Because it was SCOTUS that had, it was that right-leaning SCOTUS that voted to, hold on. I'm gonna use this to uh, cut that down, to cut that mm-hmm. that mandate down. But just I don't know, the Sun Tzu in me is just like, yeah, yeah, you know, wait, and and then play that hand after, play that hand after December. But uh, another hypothesis is that maybe has something to do with this uh, January 6th hearing. What do you think? Ooh, I'm. Sh- I don't know if anybody really brought that angle up yet, but yeah, that makes sense. That's a way bigger distraction than January sixth. Mm. That's a good point. Now you Man. you gotta consider that. Remember, it's Republican. The the SCOTUS is Republican land, and um, you you have that out there. Um, you brought up a very because really we got tons to talk about SCOTUS. Um, with, you know, with the the gun legislation and you know across the nation, but you brought up the term limits you're discussing. Yeah, let's, let's recircle back to that. How do you think Americans would feel now, particularly that day? I'm gonna throw Chuck Ness that they uh, took down these uh, abortion rights. Well, let's let's talk about abortion rights real quick. Okay. It- you just had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to all these women, and they I was watching them explain instances where it's an abortion. Not like you're going to seek one, but because you can have complications in your pregnancy. Yes. And they next all these different things, which I wasn't aware of. I'll be honest. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so this is why this is important, too, because... Abortion is not, hey, I made a mistake, I go handle it. It's no, sometimes. Oh, there's a long list. It's a long like, list. I was medically aware. like, uh, yeah, tubular pregnancies. And yeah, all it was, this. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, oh, go ahead, please. 
No, I was like, I was made aware that I was talking to a couple of close friends of mine that are women and we we're going back and forth about this just so I can gain some understanding. I was like, and then uh, besides population numbers, um, that's another thing I'm hearing from the for the uh, majority majority uh, mainstream uh, mainstream America's population numbers are lower from what I understand. Mm. On top of we, what we talked about last episode, that America is really becoming a melting pot. We all becoming a smoothie here, yes, <laughs> and some people don't like that. So you got to consider all that too. You know, another thing you have to consider. Shout out to Nye, you know, love my life, and also to Nakia, I believe. Her sister brought up that America is, or SCOTUS, is trying to obviously encourage more births, right? By banning uh, this move may ban contraceptives, birth control, and abortions in, in other states. But this is what she brought up that was uh, I have to mention, is that um, <laughs> We we ain't got our uh, our formula situation together. So it's like, how you want to have more births, but you don't got the formula situated? Like, is it so that we can be dependent on this foreign stuff that they're imported? Like, which uh, we need to do our due diligence. I, I thought it was Nestle. You don't trust? Oh, you need your chocolate. Go so and give it to my your stuff. You know, Nestle. Nestle is a big corporation. Like, uh, for it. like, I just saw something with that naming like the three biggest companies that owns like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw it somewhere, but that's a very good point. That's another point women are raising. Like, well, wait a minute, we don't even get paid maternity care when mm-hmm. we're all childcare is out the roof. Um, all the aspects of raising a kid is expensive or out of reach for most of America. So now you're going to create where you can't get an abortion, all these different things, but you don't make it possible for us to take care of kids in a healthy way. I was like, just like you're saying with the formula too, like that ties into that. So it's like, great point. And that stuff, I'll be honest, I had a blind spot on that stuff as a man. So, um, yeah, it's it's a mess. <laughs> like, I do, I do want to uh, touch on it a little bit about what that decision means. My understanding is that it's not like, hey, abortions are, are from henceforward banned. No, that's not what it means. My understanding is that the states can now say, yo, that Roe versus Wade thing is out the window. No abortions henceforward, you know? So it's more like on a state level they can decide. They yeah. Can keep me honest. Is, is that Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. But it's just now it depends on what state you're going to. I know California already jumped out the window. Hey, you could come here. We got you. You know, the governor already said y'all can come there and safely get an abortion, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm they already. What that, I wonder what that means. So what? The, how people are gonna be? Is this gonna be a traveling thing? Are people gonna relocate because of this thing? Another, another company. Um, I think it was Dix, the sporting goods store, mm-hmm. said they could 
finance, I think, if a woman needed an abortion or whatever, or uh, what would you call reproductive rights? They support mm. seeing a statement or something by them that they would pay for it or something like to that effect. I think that's what they were saying. So it's interesting how corporate America can get onto this. And this is another side of it. Democrats can get people to stay put that were mass exit in their states if they say, hey, we support pro-choice. I guess would it be pro-choice, right? It would fall under pro-choice. Pro-choice, yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of a chess move for them to say, hey, look, those Republicans, they're taking away your rights. So you move to those red states, hey, you don't know what you're getting. You stay here, we take care of you. But we both can agree that this is counterproductive for the Republican Party. Like, there are plenty of polls that suggest that for the first time in ever, like, Black voters are abandoning the Democratic Party in droves. And then you want... I don't know. To get in power, to retain power, you have to be brilliant. So I'm sure there's some brilliant people working over there and, you know, whoever's masterminding the the Republican Party. But for me, I just think that was a poor strategic move. Yeah, and it's and not only that, it sets a precedent for other things. Civil rights. Oh yeah. Part of action. Like they're coming for that stuff. If they are able to get that done. <laughs> and black people already don't have the rights that we fought for anyway. We don't even get those rights now. So yeah. let alone if they start reappealing that stuff and getting rid of it. Nah, that's gonna create a whole different environment. Y'all want to see America be the Wild Wild West? Oh, yeah. That's coming. Well, there you have it. So then, America, our our upgraders, we need to really have a a discussion about how to get these term limits. Absolutely. Because it's, for me, it it, it seemed very obvious. Like, hey, like, I only have this office for four years. But I can appoint two of my cronies in for life. <laughs> like, come on. And, and, and the power that they wield, to have it perpetuity, no matter what, and the people are just like, oh, deal with it. I know you. this was a right for you for, I don't know, let's call it for, I don't do public math, 70 to 20, the, the 70s to 2022, and then they just took just like that. And so now you have to take it. But, um, yeah, so these are very radical times right now. I, I was definitely debating about term limits with different people. I was talking to my partner about it at work, and he's he's from D.C., so, you know, most people from D.C. are very politically astute, aware. Mm-hmm. We're going back and forth, and I was going back and forth on Twitter with some people, and we are saying that Supreme Court justices, we are throwing out some ideas like Senate, should only be able to do, and we brought this up before, they should only be able to do maybe one term. And what my partner mentioned was um, after their term, they need to go back to the private sector. They can't get a pension. And he said they got to contribute to Social Security and something like that. Because he said, once you're like senators and stuff, you don't pay into Social Security, Medicare, none of that stuff. And you get free health care. So he said, huh? No, please. And he was saying, okay, you serve your time, now you're out. 
you out of there. Now you're an American citizen. You like a private citizen now. Now you got to contribute now that you're out. And he put me on now. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't really think about that. that and then brilliant. And then he said with the Supreme Court justices, we were talking about it. We were saying, I was seeing people talk back and forth. We said 10 years max. Mm. They shouldn't, you know, 10 years to cover both if a president wins twice or two different presidents. I can see five or six. Okay, here's, that's cool. Here's, here's the biggest problem with all our change requests, right? Unfortunately, all of our changes must be managed by the politicians. And here's the thing. What person in power is going to say, well, you know, I plan on running for the next 20 years, but heck, yeah, I'll sign this bill so I could never run again. Or what, 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 you know, what legislators are going to make that sacrifice? Very true. That's a good point because we have, they have to vote on it and get a, a majority vote to change or amend it. So they have to do it. We don't, they don't, that's what pisses me off. We should be able to, if we had to vote on this shit, they know they're out of there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, trust me. yeah, but it's like political castration for, yeah. uh, you know, for a lawmaker. Like, okay, whoops it up. I'm going to take my power away. I, I couldn't see a rational lawmaker wanting, while the people want it and may demand it if they keep messing with uh, our rights. I couldn't see who would pass it. And like you were talking about the 2A thing in New York, right? Mm -hmm. Interested in the timing of that. So mm. that's, I don't want to say it's more muddling because it's like, okay, cool. Just had the biggest racial shooting, uh, racially motivated shooting in Buffalo, New York. Now, granted, maybe they're taking our advice, CJ. We told him. We, we said, it, you know, get, well, maybe we, America needs to set the precedent of not being a soft target. And, and they, they listened. So appreciate that. But um, objectively, you know, there, we need to, there's, if there's going to be an influx of people carrying guns concealed, we need to discuss about doing this safely and responsibly. Absolutely. And because I was thinking, okay, I know New York, there's New York State for people that don't know New York. There's mm -hmm. New York State and then there's the city. New York City, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking like everybody carrying concealed in the city is a lot different than people carrying in the state. <laughs> so so I, I got to inject just for, just for fun facts. <laughs> Okay. So, well, a, a, a carry concealed, you know, you, it, it can include a pistol. There, are, it also includes, you know, um, any weapon with a barrel shorter than uh, 18 inches is considered a pistol, and that means little choppers, little little AK-47. Yeah. We call them Dracos. Uh, yeah. How do you say um, the little? Um, they got the mini M4s. Those are considered pistols. So if you can, if you can put that in a backpack, it's it's a it's a concealed carry. And also, so, uh, knives are considered 
for concealed carry too. A lot of people don't know that. That's a part of concealed carry as well. Absolutely, but it's just um, well, again, America is becoming a harder target. Nothing is good or bad. So it's like someone who is plotting to use this to their advantage. Just know that your adversaries can can do that as well. For law enforcement, it means. So, oh, I, I gotta inject for law enforcement. No, we love you and appreciate you, but you must approach everyone respectfully now, because it's not like, oh, I'm at advantage. I have this block. <laughs> well, I, I have this. I have this here four and five, not five two. So it's like that has to be considered as, as well. But I can rant on, on that all day. Yeah. Um. What's the other thing I was gonna say that the women were bringing up? Oh, they were talking about. It's time for men to get birth control and vasectomies. Mm. And a lot of women were talking about how they got pregnant off of their birth control. Like they were on their birth control and still got pregnant. So they were bringing this up too. If sperm storage was more affordable, I would freeze a, a bunch of it and maybe consider getting the operation. And then when I want to plan to have kids, like, I think it, it's irresponsible to just chop it without having, you know, some backups. Did you see... see Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying, you ever see The Watchmen the, on HBO? I didn't watch... I watched a little bit of it. I remember uh, the show, but I didn't watch it completely. I only brought it up because the guy, one of the guys in there, he had this, like, huge freezer of his sperm samples and stuff like that. But anyways, like, yeah... I think maybe if that were a thing, like if you knew it wasn't like chopped off forever, perhaps more people would be inclined to do that. Yeah, it it the women did raise an interesting uh, perspective on that. Men don't talk about getting vasectomies at all. Like just the idea of talking about it, a dude would be like, "No, I know, know two. Uh, I know two yeah. guys, uh, two yeah. gentlemen who, who did, and I, I do feel it responsible because like." Well, my one buddy, he had a lot of kids. And the other gentleman, he did too. A um, guy I worked with in NATO. Uh-huh. The thing is, the recovery time is... It's Psychologically, we have to overcome the, the hurdle of, hey, it's snipping your, 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 your testicles. And also, the recovery time is... It's not, like, excruciating, but it's not the, not the best. Yeah. But, I think psychologically hearing snipped for a man mm-hmm. for to tell you, does not <laughs> bode well, even though women have been gone through so much mutilation with their reproductive system. Like I've talked to women that have had hysterectomies that deal with uh, endomitocarditis. I don't know if I'm saying it right, where it's reproductive issues, very painful. Um, something with that i think with the nerves and the uterus and all this i don't know if i'm doing it right so ladies can correct me um but i've been around women have dealt with that especially air force veterans Mm. usually have a lot of reproductive issues for women i find that very interesting why are they having issues after leaving service i'm curious what the correlation is i'm very curious too um and women have been neglected our 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 sisters in arms have been neglected medically it has been better now i've noticed in the va that they have a Mm. women's clinic 
Now, uh, they didn't have it years before. Um, along with just overall, I, I like seeing those improvements, but I'm really curious to see how this plays out moving forward. And what should the American people do about this? Because like I said, if you knock down this landmark, you know, uh, law or whatever, mm-hmm. what's next and what should we do? What can we do, to be honest? Um. Wow. 20, I don't want to say that November is lost. Like, for an independent candidate to emerge, but I guess wake up. This is certainly, even for the people who are not politically, this is a slap in the face. Yeah. Like, I'm, and I'm referring to, you know, the, the, the destruction of Roe versus Wade and these, these uh, Supreme Court decisions, but. American people, you need to take the mantle and 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 run for office. You need to run for yeah, office with the, run for office if you have the integrity to say, hey, when I do take this power, yes, I will be willing to give it up so that we can prevent corruption, we can prevent the misuse uh, of power, and you know, in the in the future, and. Um, because we can propose all these demands or suggestions, but the people who are they're not gonna be like they're they're not gonna be like oh limit term limits limit theirs am I like let me put that put that in the suggestion box I meant the garbage like I don't see that so it has to be the people it has to they they I don't know any other solution what do you yeah think? We, yeah it's tough we have to run for office. The problem is finances. We're running for office. Campaign and dark money. I mean, you can get, I can see places where you can get in as like school boards, stuff like that. But when you're talking about like governor, uh, state senate seats, like those are the spots you need to be in. Like mayor, stuff like that. Like maybe city managers. Those are like those spots you need to be getting in to really well, affect change. I was in this meditation and, and I thought about exactly what you just said though. Like you can't, it would be hard to get the Senate and everything of that nature, but you'd have to start small. But then if you started small, yeah. if you started small from the center and then just grew out and then expand and expand and expand, I don't know, but there's always a way to do it. And people are yeah. waking up. I don't want to say protesting is a waste of energy. Protests are great. I attend several of them myself. And if I have uh, this the time, I, I may protest for, you know, for these uh, women's rights as well. Mm-hmm. But use those opportunities to network. And then just don't just go there and yell, get angry. Use those opportunities to network and then discuss about how you're going to make real make really make change. If a million people are showing up for a protest, perhaps a million people may vote for that candidate. Good point. That's a good point. You make a very good point. Somebody just stands above the crowd and be like, hey, I'll run for this. Let's do it. Let's push back. We're tired of this shit. Like, on top of that, I think it does open the conversation for reproductive rights across the board and to try to start gaining more of an equality in this sense. Hmm. I was talking to my female friend about this too. Um, 
that like now when women have kids mm -hmm. should be automatic DNA test to confirm the father this should be nationwide I'm not against that like just stuff like this like um we're talking about instances where men don't have any reproductive rights you know we believe in autonomy we need a law actually talking about um i think we touched touched on this uh, a body autonomy law we need to raise that federally like oh, you um, can't yeah. tell me what to do with my body I believe it's called the Sovereignty uh, Over Self Act. Yeah, and yeah, we're like, talking precisely. If I want to become a, a cyborg, well, God darn it, I'm gonna become a cyborg. There's nothing you can do about it. If a, if a woman wants to, you know, have an abortion or surgically, what have you, there's there's nothing that that you can do about it. If a person wants to put this substance in their body. There's nothing that you you can do about it. Like we need to retain sovereignty over self. And if I say there's something I don't want in my body, well, yeah. it's my God blessed right to retain my sovereignty over myself. And that's just how I feel. I, I think it would also it, Roe versus Wade affects more ethnic groups mm. and lower class than anybody. On top of that. Um, I think it would stop women who are not women that don't have integrity that get men caught up getting pregnant, having abortions. It stops reckless behavior in the sense that they use abortions as birth control because you do have those women out there that, or to get government benefits. Like you have to go the spectrum too. Um, that that's not spoken about either. It's just oh no, nah, let's talk about all of it too have a more of a discussion. I don't agree with Roe versus Wade getting overturned, but at the same time, we do need to have more serious discussions about all the implications on a more real level. How does this affect men and women? And I agree. Uh, shout out to, uh, to Mario. He pointed out, like, this is before this happened, I believe Callie had some bill about these late abortion things. And mm -hmm. The way I interpreted it was like after the kid is born, mm. it can be terminated. And I'm like, ugh, that's gross. So it's like perhaps, and I can only speculate, perhaps the slashing of Roe vs. Wade is only to allow for the founding of, of a, a better human uh, reproductive rights. Because the thing is, I believe that. A woman should have the right to choose, but you have to set a limit on till, till when. And there should be no exception if the child is separated from the mother. Yeah. There's no exception why a child should be aborted. If the woman doesn't want to take responsibility for the child, then the state should provide. Like that's what adoption or give up your rights. That's those are the options, I think, right? I don't. I'm not sure of all my okay. options. I'm sure there's a, there may be more, but um, foster homes and there's there may be more options, but there maybe. And I, I, I I'm trying to think objectively. Yeah. Perhaps that was the reason for 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 gutting it is to lay the guidelines for more humane reproductive rights. I don't know. Could be. That's. 
That's the point, too. It's a conversation we need to have. And the yeah. legislators are going to have. Good luck to the Republicans in the in November, though. What else yeah. you got on the, on, the, on the list, bro? Well, I guess the last part of that is I, I definitely, like last night, mm-hmm. I'll talk more about my experience last night, but just from this part of the reproductive part, seeing a woman working pregnant hit a lot differently last night watching that versus mm. before Roe versus Wade was like, like I looked at that woman all night, like, wow, she's carrying life. This is what, like, I, my brain was like, just, wow, this hits a lot different now. Yeah, seeing a pregnant woman. I seen that, in fact, too, last night at that event. Um, and we'll see, man. I don't know. I, I'm more. I'm worried about what else they're trying to roll back because one of them senators was already trying to... Uh, I don't know if it was a Civil Rights Act. Something he already is like, we need to go for this next. Like, <laughs> red. I'm sitting here like... Uh, oh, yes. Throw this out there to all the upgraders. We are speculating. We're just going off the dome. You know, this is entertainment. Yeah, like don't be like, ah! you know, like no, we're we're just fleshing this out. This thought exercise, as you eloquently stated, this is what we're doing. This is what we're here for: critical thinking and dialogue. That's what we're trying to fit. We're trying to figure this stuff out, just like you guys are. So. But you know they have the they have the data. I, I'm assuming they have the data that their supporters are are with it with these moves. So they're, they're, they can't be operating in a solo silo, rather. Yeah. What's up, Zeus? Great, Fellow great. defender. Yeah. What? Big boy. <laughs> um. Oh, I wanted to share my experience about real quick. Um, going back to the black barbershop. I did not realize how integral that environment was to my life until I went back yesterday. Um, Cause I'm bald. When I went bald, I kind of went through a phase of, well, fuck the barbershop. Like, to be honest, cause I don't have my hair no more. So I went through that phase for shit. Uh, see, I went bald right around 30 where I started, I chopped it. So 30 until about last couple years, probably, mm-hmm. where I was really like, fuck the barbershop. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know? Now, did you maintain the... You did your own... Yeah, I would cut my own head. I still do. I think I still will to a degree. But something about sitting in that chair, being in a... Hearing the music in the background, seeing the artwork, talking to the barber, like having dialogues about this stuff, I'm like, yo, I miss this. Like, I did not realize how important an institution that is to our community. Really? Yeah, and he's talking about Bitcoin. You'd have been like all over that. And I was like, <laughs> I looked at him like, okay. <laughs> so Take it, note, was, man. it was very interesting. Even Bitcoin, upgrade Mac. But. He got a new customer. Shout out to him. And plus, the cool thing about him is, he's what's the in, what's the the shop? Uh, I think it's twenty five eight, but it's spelled differently. Um, I put we'll put a link in there or something like that. He's really cool. It's him and his wife. They run it, and they got a kid. And uh, it's cool because they're in a historic, they're in a historically white, rich neighborhood. 
and they're like the only thing and everything is gentrifying on that street so it's very fascinating to see that and they he told me the story and that's what sold me when i got in there i was like oh man this is really cool i gotta support this and so yeah that was my experience so yeah definitely give him a shout out what's up zeus or the beards are looking crispy yeah you know you know i had to you know a little bit and then the other thing i wanted to speak on was uh i went to a karate combat event i didn't know this existed and um it was interesting they were actually filming while i was there so i got to see like the whole production aspect like the behind the scenes like i was like oh this is now, i've never seen a karate it. combat event like they're competing for contracts i guess to fight in karate something i, I still gotta google it uh to be honest i just okay. bought a ticket and went um this is season four so i guess i was at the end of this season or something like that i think they got another match in august and it was like seven it was like seven fights um which were interesting um they all had like they were actually doing karate it wasn't like ufc stuff it was like actual karate did they wear headgear um what you said did they wear headgear no nah, it's full contact Oh, okay. word, word. Nice, nice. And they're in it, and they're in the. I'm gonna put up footage on my um on my IG and on maybe some on Twitter, but I took some footage like like minute clips here and there of the matches. Um, they fight in a pit, which is very uncomfortable. <laughs> like I was looking at them, like, ooh, yeah, you really got to mix it up, because they fight like like a pit. So it's different from a ring. It's different from an octagon. It's a pit. So it's like very interesting. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, Zeus says, are they not talking garbage and having a good time in the barbershop? You're not in the right place. I love my ethnic barbershops. True. Yeah, you're right about that. You're talking about the uh, barbershop talk, shop talk. Yeah, absolutely. It was more, if I had to speak on that real quick, it was more like uh, empowerment and what's going on this, this time around. But certain barbershops, yeah, for real. Okay, so you know about this. <laughs> He's talking about, should I get in the ring for this karate? Man, I got to learn this shit first. <laughs> um, Five-time champion, that's what's up. It was really cool because you had uh, you had these people from obscure countries like Uzbekistan or something. Not Uzbekistan, but they had a whole crowd in there for those people. It was too... Ch two champs fighting in there one lost the other one won and then you had venezuelans fighting you had a bunch of canadians and french fighting only two americans fighting so i thought that was interesting too to see the cultures fighting by far the best fight was the women's fight by far them girls was brawling <laughs> Brawling. And the one girl that won from Venezuela, her conditioning was fantastic. Like, they went four rounds compared to how, three. How many minutes were the rounds? Three. Three, four, three minutes? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, not only that, though, it was like boom, 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 boom. It was like nonstop. They was brawling. Other chickens from Brazil, they was like boom, 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 nonstop. Like, it wasn't. I would say the guys, guys are a little different. We know, like, yo, 
one hit, we out, right? Mm. I think women abandon that when they fight and then they're fighting around men so they know they got to bring it and they're the only women's fight. <laughs> so let me tell you, hands down, everybody was like, yo, like women was the best man. It was better than a title fight, to be honest. Any knockouts? Nah, it was a lady sitting next to me. She was like, where the knockouts at? I was like, you're a boxing fan. I already know you're a boxing fan. So, you're definitely. Well, my understanding is there's a there's a bit of boxing and karate. There's a bit of punching. Yeah, no, they they have some. And you kick people in the face because my understanding, like in Taekwondo, you cannot kick someone in the face. The rules don't allow you to do that. But karate is fair game. And, and I was yeah, proud. like it, they have certain rules within mm. that, but it was full contact. So I was learning about the karate world because I didn't realize it was a totally different world from UFC, from boxing. Mm. Like it's totally different. So from what I understand, what I got my understanding was karate is more technical, point-based, like not really striking per se, unless you mm. spar. And even with that, you're not trying to knock somebody out, right? You're talking about by point-based, meaning like just making light contact, I'm still getting the point. Yeah, rather like than strikes. Rather than yeah. Trying to take your head okay. Stuff like that. So full contact is different for from what I understand a lot of them go through. Yeah, they train since six, but you're not doing full contact the whole time. So now you put them in this situation as full contact. So it, for me, it was interesting to see. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all karate, y'all should be like, so you saw some good kicks. I took some footage. I, like I said, I got to post it, but you saw some good kicks. You saw, but to be honest, this is my honest assessment, not having any martial art experience. It kind of looked like people just trying to figure out how to whoop each other's ass. It didn't really look like- <laughs> Cause like, this, like, like discipline fighters, they weren't fluid. Yeah, it was more like, Man, I'm trying to fuck you up. Like that's what it felt like to me. It didn't feel like until you see them execute like a kick or something. It looked like street fights, to be honest. With street rules. Fighters. And in Ryu, I believe they they fought. Yeah. Street fighters. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that that was my experience. I was like, yeah, because like the women were brawling, like <laughs> by far, like best match. And um, it was a cool experience for, I paid like $58 and I saw seven fights. It was a long experience. <laughs> I didn't realize how long, but it went kind of quick besides the intermissions and stuff like that. Um, Would you fight though? Would you, is it, did it inspire you to learn the martial arts? Well, you know, I like Muay Thai. I you like know, Muay Thai same Yeah. Good yeah, that's that's the style I would get. Yeah, I like that style. Because I was watching, when I was watching, I was like, Muay Thai, yeah, that's my shit. I'm using everything. You're getting now, fucked. I, I want to, and you know, I I, I want to learn problem of God, or more okay. problem of God, but mm -hmm. I would also love to see, like, a not-too-vicious demonstration of it, because a lot of the moves are designed to really jack you up. But like, uh, doesn't special forces use Krav Maga? A lot. I know the Israeli special forces use Krav yeah. Maga. I wouldn't be surprised if our United States Army Green Berets use Krav Maga in addition yeah. to other uh, martial arts, in addition to the Army combatives. I feel like 
uh, Denzel probably used something like that in the Equalizer. Oh uh, yeah, that was a dope flick. I didn't With his moves, I feel like he he was doing something like Krav something like some variation of that or something. Have I know you seen he got any of Jason Bourne's? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, like the way they're yeah. fighting was. I think that's very. That is a practical form of martial arts Absolutely. because it's adaptable for one to close quarters, but also uh, you know to add to any uh, field of combat. Oh yo! Shout out to you, Zeus. I gotta make a trip up there um, to see y'all. It's been a minute. Uh, love y'all, miss y'all. Um, we'll get up. Thanks for popping in. Appreciate you. Cool. Crazy. Um, cool. What I was about to say. Uh, that's it. Anything else you want to talk? I'm sorry. I, I kind of took over that shit. <laughs> nah, 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 man. It's all good. All love, man. It's a great show. Um, Where we at time wise? Time, man. We are flirting with one hour. We had shit. a great show. Um, yeah. You know, talked about uh, you know, Bitcoin Academy. We'll drop a link for that, and a whole slew of other topics as far as how how, how the SCOTUS is moving, but. I suppose we, we got to end it with one thing. Okay. Because the show is called Upgrade America. So right. you, you got to tell me how you would upgrade America. I, I like, you've been pushing for this. The American public needs to be voting on everything. Mm. This is a moment where this applies. We need to be voting these motherfuckers in. Like, that's what my partner brought up at work. Supreme Court justices, we need to be voting in. Hmm. That getting their homies in, people they cool with, went to law school with, served nine. We need to be voting on these motherfuckers and we need to get younger. I'm tired of talking about this shit. We need to get younger, man. Millennials on down should be running this country at this point. I agree. I'm tired of seeing citizens running our shit in the ground right now. We have more flexibility of thought. We're more adaptable. We've had to be the most adaptable generation by far and under us, what Generation Z. I can only imagine what they see. Granted, they have more technology and easy access to stuff, but they going through shit too because they're right along with us as millennials. Like. I'm just tired of seeing 80 year old motherfuckers telling me how my life's supposed to go. You you could be gone fucking tomorrow. Sure like, I'm over that I, shit. Sorry, I'm just pissed off. Nah, nah, Express, bro. That's what we here for. Yeah, I'm just over that shit, man. I'm like, nah, like, I respect my elders, but y'all shouldn't be running this shit right now. Clearly, you don't know how to run the country anymore. Um, for me, how I would suggest we upgrade. So America. yeah, age limits. That's how we need to upgrade America. Yeah, I totally agree. My suggestion on how to upgrade America is maybe inject because here's the thing: our legislators will never inject this, so maybe we have to find a third-party route to do it. And here's the idea: have some sort of competency test by a a third party, a neutral third party who can be like, you know, a candidate running for office would take this test. I would even include a PT test. I would even include some sort of a mental health examination. 
and then uh you know geopolitical questions things of that nature essays i I don't know but we need another rubric beyond the the rhetoric and and the debates to gauge the caliber of our political candidates but that's my thoughts upgrade america god bless the world we'll catch you on the next episode Peace.